Welcome to OpTech Insights, where we talk operational excellence, the nerdy tech stuff that drives business, makes workforces effective, and keeps supply chains moving. It might not be sexy, but it sure as hell matters. Your host is Todd Greenwald, Peloton newbie by night and supply chain tech wizard by day. With guests and content from every industry, get ready for insights that could transform your operations. It's OpTech Insights. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Todd. And today I'm joined by Honeywell's very own Doug Brown. Doug is the senior project manager. I'll call you product evangelist for some pretty cool solutions that Honeywell's been up to. So, Doug, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me uh, have some time with you today. Well, I know you and your team have been working on some pretty cool innovations at Honeywell around mobile tech, scanning, printing, and this whole platform really kind of takes it to another level, right? We've developed a software solution. It's a cloud solution called Operational Intelligence. And where it really came from was Honeywell through acquisition has been, we've been in this industry over 30 years, making mobile computers and scanners and printers. But one of the things we we noticed was even though there was some really robust software management tools in the marketplace that a lot of our customers had, there were still some really common blind spots that all of our customers seemed to have. And about five years ago, we decided to try to do something about that. And so it was actually a two-step process. What we had to do initially was as we were designing new hardware platforms, we intentionally started designing sensors into those hardware platforms with the anticipation that someday we're going to have some software that can pull data from those sensors and give us a whole new set of insights, intelligence, if you would, about what's really going on with the equipment, what's going on maybe with the workers' processes, what's going on in the environment that this equipment's being used in. It was all geared around just adding intelligence, collecting intelligence, and then providing that data to solve some problems. But what we had to do, in addition to all that hardware changes, is we had to then go build some software. And that's what operational intelligence is. Honeywell has a lot of different components to it as a company. Doug, can you kind of share your role and how you fit in within the organization? I'm part of the productivity products group and the safety group. So that's the group that's in the news right now. The safety that's group is right. the one making all those those masks and shields cool. and all those kind of things that, that, that we're needing now. So that group's boosting their production. Now, other parts of Honeywell, aerospace is a big part of Honeywell. There's a big oil and gas. We do a lot of the refineries across the globe are, are Honeywell designed and managed kinds of systems. We're into smart homes and just a lot of that uh, building solutions that have to do with kind of that internet of things that everybody's experiencing with security and with air conditioning systems and all of that kind of technology. So Honeywell really bought into big time some years back that cloud computing was really where we needed to take our business. So they opened a big software innovation center in Atlanta. Yeah, the place is pretty impressive. It's a lot of people on there, that's for sure. There's a lot. And it's and it's exciting. I mean, it's right across from from uh, Georgia Tech University. So it, we get this pipeline of some of the greatest minds. In that system, they've came out with something called Forge, which is this cloud-based machine that you will, that really a lot of the different divisions, including you know, my group through operational intelligence, we're, we're developing solutions, cloud solutions using that Forge engine 
is really the platform. So that's the exciting thing is it's not just about Little Honeywell. And, you know, it comes up about, okay, cloud, everybody gets concerned about security. Is my data safe up in the network? Well, I can tell you, Honeywell as a corporation, we have over 300 data security engineers employed at Honeywell because you don't want anybody getting in control of your refinery or you don't want anybody getting control of your chemical plant or your airplanes or your airports. I mean, we understand security. And so we get the benefit of that in what we're doing in the warehouse with our operational intelligence solutions. I know there's like MDM solutions and how to manage technology and there's certain functions that MDMs can do, which are cool. But I it seems like what you're working on is like a whole different level. Uh, maybe you can explain what you're what you guys are doing. Really, Opentel kind of fits between a mobile device manager and maybe like help desk software. The okay. big difference is that we have all this sensor data that MDMs don't have access to. And that sensor data gives us a different perspective on customer problems. So instead of it being like on the outside, looking down at, say, access points or at the equipment, we're on the inside of the device looking up. So <laughs> our, what's kind of interesting about the data that operational intelligence is collecting and, and analyzing, it, it's very similar to the way the, the user of the mobile computer's view of it is. This, mm. this thing's not working right. You know, I'm not, I'm pressing enter. And it's not responding the way it responded yesterday. What's that all about? Well, the fact that we've got all these sensors, we know exactly what's going on. So you and your team are sitting down with all different types of customers today, and I'm sure you're getting lots of different perspectives. So what are some of the things that you're kind of zoning in on? What are the big challenges in a DC today? What's different about working in a warehouse today because of the health crisis than it, than it was six months ago? I see a greater need for an awareness of where my people are. Mm-hmm. As I'm constantly, you know, talking with end users uh, about our solutions, that's a big concern is like, I need to know where they are. And then social distancing, you know, is always a concern. How do I, you know, keep doing the job that we're supposed to do, keep moving the product we're supposed to move, but yet honor this whole social distancing thing and, and help my employees to be aware of it. So is this where going back to your hardware platform four years ago or so that you've started to build this out? And talking about those sensors in the devices, it's, you can start to leverage this now? It is. It is. Yeah. Together with Hopintel with the platform, right? I mean. Yeah. So let me, I tell you what, why don't I do this? Let me, let me tell you about some of these new healthcare features or health crisis features that we added and, okay. yeah. and explain how they work. And I think it'll give you an idea of why these sensors and how this software play together to really support our customers. So so the first one I'll tell you about is what we call a proximity alert. We all know social distancing is supposed to be six feet to really be safe. What we were able to do, because one of the technologies that we added to our to our systems recently is the ability to track them indoor. We can see our mobile computers moving around indoors. We can even find lost equipment using the radios in our in our devices. So really? what we just That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so what we what we decided to do was say, well listen, our radios can can hear each other in our devices. So if we ever detect that two of our mobile computers are within 6 feet of each other, we can pop up an alarm message and tell both workers, "Hey, you're 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 kind of too close to each other." And give them a reminder like, "Hey, pay attention to where you are. Somebody's standing right next to you." And in addition to just warning the workers that, hey, you guys are within six feet, 
we can also log that back to the cloud. And then if, let's say one of those workers, you know, test positive, then you could go back and say, well, are there any known other people that I know they've been in close contact with? So that system gives you that that extra piece of information to go sounds, look for that. Sounds like traceability. We've been talking about this for, for many yeah, years, but now yeah. it's using it to a whole other level. Exactly. Exactly. Now cool. the whole the whole platform, the whole basis of that feature was really built around this this ability to find lost equipment. We had built this okay. this tool to find devices that get lost in the in our customers' environment. And we use that radio technology and say, well, here, let's twist it another direction and use it to know when our when two people are, are closer than six feet together. Another feature that we built into operational intelligence was what we kind of call a people counter. And hmm. so you can go into operational intelligence, you can set the maximum number of people you, that you feel can occupy that building space, and then you can station workers at each of your entrances and exits. And with this mobile app, they can press a button every time somebody walks in the building and they can press an out button every time somebody walks out of the building and all the doors are synchronized because it's up in the cloud and you know exactly how many people are in that building at any given time. And so if it, if you get to the, to the capacity or you get close to the capacity, then your workers at the doors know to say, Hey, let's, let's just stand here a moment. Let's let a couple people leave before I can let you in. Another big key to this is cleaning, disinfecting, right? We've, yeah, got yeah. To, we've got to factor that into the worker's routine so that it just becomes safer, especially in DCs. This is, this is something kind of unique to the whole warehousing industry is their equipment is shared. Cleaning devices is really important. So we also added to operational intelligence the ability to generate cleaning alerts. And so basically think of it as a task we can assign tasks to employees. They pop up on their mobile device, and it tells them to perform some sort of cleaning or disinfecting. So this would process. come up on the screen, almost it kind pop, of thing. It like, takes over their computer. It takes it takes over nope. their mobile computer, and okay. yeah, it tells them, you know, hey, clean your device at you know in, in fifteen minutes or at the end of your shift, whatever instruction you want to tell them, and then they have to acknowledge that they did it. And okay. so we log that that they said yes, I did clean this thing before I left for my shift. But it's more than just telling them to clean their own device. It could be wash your hands, or yeah. it could be a reminder to clean their work area or clean the bathroom. What whatever you feel like is something <laughs> that you think, you know, you want to utilize your staff to clean, you can yeah. create these messages with this op and tell tool. So then with with respect to op and tell and what what you can leverage with it, it's more like a it's almost turning into some workflow types of features and Obviously, you talked about earlier about the hardware and the sensors and all the data that it's, hap- it's it you're capturing out of it and what you can do with it. But but I didn't realize that's where you're at with it today, which is pretty exciting. That's, that is really what's, what I'm finding very uh, unique and exciting about this tool. So if you think about mobile device managers, classically, the, the whole interaction of it is at the console, which clearly operational intelligence has a console and there's all kinds of pretty graphs and data and all that kind of stuff you can do. But what's unique about it is we're now creating um, more and more tools that actually interact with the worker. That's that special. Now you're giving your warehouse management team a whole nother set of tools to be able to communicate and interact and and be involved with workers. So it's, it's really more than just 
say mobile device or or asset you know performance now it gets yeah. into people performance and process performance and you know there's there's more things you can do with it because you've got all of this really cool data to work with is there some asset management challenges that some of the MDM platforms don't necessarily address you know one of the one of the things we've seen so some of our customers they lose equipment i think i mentioned that earlier and so that was that was something that they don't really have much ability they, they're not really getting a lot of support from their systems to help them recover lost equipment. So we added that to operational intelligence. We've seen it on our side, you know, let's just say <laughs> even if an employee damages a device, right. I, I'm, I'm literally, I've heard like they throw it in the garbage so they don't want to get in trouble. So they grab another one and yep. all of a sudden you're like, bye, I'm down like eight devices for some reason. Well, that's, that's a, that's a perfect example. So for example, operational intelligence with our sensors we know, number one, that the device was damaged. So if you dropped it or you threw it against the wall or you ran over it with a forklift, we see all of that. That right? never we, happens. That never <laughs> happens. No, no. You know, we have an accelerometer built into to our mobile computer. So we really? can tell okay. movement. And that's that's a good way. And we so we track that. We log that. You know, I'll, I'll share a quick story with you. We, we, we noticed on some of our data from a Honeywell location that was using operational intelligence that one of their devices showed 35 drops in one day. And so okay. when we when we investigated, what we found was that the worker had a key that was sticking on the keyboard and they were pounding the device on the table to get that key to unstick. <laughs> and all of that showed up in the system. Well, yeah, okay, that's not the best way to repair a key that's sticking. So it's there is some really useful things to know, you know, that I know how my equipment's being treated. So that that's key. You know, another big area that our sensors are helping us out now is with batteries. In you think about it in a warehouse, what you would like to have happen, the ideal scenario is that your worker plugs a battery in at the beginning of their shift. They work their eight hours and at the end of the shift they swap batteries and they hand the device to the next shift worker and away you go. That but sounds we good, all yeah. know Yeah, it sounds it sounds really <laughs> cool, but the reality is if you watch that charge station, you got workers all day long going back and forth to the charger because their batteries aren't lasting long enough. Well, mm -hmm. why is that? Well, it's a couple of reasons. One, maybe they're not following their charge processes properly. So they're not fully charging up their batteries before they grab one and use it. And then the other, the other problem that, that I see is that the batteries themselves are depleted to the point they can't last eight hours. Even if they're fully charged, they're just that old. The problem is today, all really your workers know, your customers know, they plug a battery in the charger and they get a red light when it's not charged and they get a green light when it's done. But that doesn't tell them whether it's really a good or healthy battery or not. Now with operational intelligence, that totally changes. So now I can see how many, exactly how many charge cycles. I can see how exactly how old that battery is, how many months of service has it been in use I can see what we call battery health, which is, it's a measure of what was the capacity of this battery when it was brand new, and what is its capacity to hold a charge today? I can see all of that, and all of that combined is now a measure of, is this a good battery or a bad battery? And so when my customers go to replace batteries today, all they know is, hey, my workers seem to be going to the charger all the time. They're complaining. It's time to buy new batteries. When I look at the data, what I see is that 25-30% of those batteries don't need to be replaced. You know, mm -hmm. now maybe 70% do, 
but 30% don't. They still have six or nine months because they're not being worn out evenly. So I would think almost the productivity gain by keeping workers more busy would be a benefit. Absolutely. Well, with lean too, I mean, every every dollar counts. So I mean, cost of the battery, I guess it does make sense. It, it is definitely productivity, which productivity is money. But the other thing is if you if 25% of the batteries that you're replacing still have six or nine months good life in them, you've just wasted 25% of your capital expenditure, or probably in this case, it's not capital, but you know what I'm saying? You're spending a lot of money that you don't really need to spend yet. You know, spend that money in six months or in nine months. And so that's what this tool, it's, it's some real hard dollars that can save you. One thing we've been spending a lot of time studying is about how much equipment's being used out in these DCs. There's a lot of times where we find that there's a pile of stuff over on, you know, somebody's uh, shelf not really being used. And then some other site saying, God, I need to buy more equipment or I need more stuff in like a hundred DC type of environment, right? So are you able to leverage OpIntel to look at utilization? We know when devices are being used. We, we can tell when keys are pressed. We can tell when scanners are scanning. We can tell when the screen's on, when the screen's off. We know when the device is, you know, somebody's put it down and it's gone to sleep. We see all of that in our sensor data. So we are tracking what we call uptime. How much is that device actually online doing something okay. useful? You got to remember, we got an accelerometer in there. We know when these things are moving and when they're not moving. I can tell when it's sitting on a desk. <laughs> so with that information, I know I know all the devices are that are online. Let's say let's say a DC has a hundred. 100 devices, and I can see all 100 of them. But at any given time, only about 80 of them are being used. Well, if I start tracking that on a daily basis, I can see, hey, you're only using 80 of your 100 devices ever. On a single day, 20 devices never show up in the system as being used. So if that DC were to call, you know, corporate and go, hey, I need more equipment. I don't have enough equipment. The first thing you do is you go into look at operational intelligence. You can see six months of history for that DC and go, I'm seeing 20 devices you're never using. Let's let's find those first. Let's let's explain where those are. And then if we can ex, you know explain what that's all about, then I'll talk to you about buying you more equipment. So okay. it's it's that's a pretty great, powerful. Yeah, because even the ones that haven't reported in in a long time, because of our ability to track them indoors, I can tell you the last place they showed up on the network. I can tell you where in the building they last were located. So if they somebody took them in an office and turned them off, I can point to that office and say, that's where they are. So if you don't mind sharing, I don't know how much you can share, but I guess like in regards to new features, things you're working on, you know, what are some of the big challenges you're trying to solve for right now? The number one problem that they are asking for help with is network issues. Oh, because yeah. the, the way that issue gets communicated back to, to the management or to IT is, Everything's slow. It's not working well. I'm pressing enter and it's not coming back as fast as it used to, or it doesn't come back at all. And so all of a sudden number of reboots, you start to, and we track that. We know how many reboots are going on. You know, a reboot is because the worker pressed enter and it either didn't come back or it came back slow and they get frustrated. They pull the battery, they hit the reset button, whatever they, it's not working. And I had, I had somebody literally this week tell me 80% of the time, those kind of strange, you know, slowdowns in the warehouse have to do with their network. It's not the software. That doesn't it, surprise me because right, it's the network. We run into this a lot with, with network issues, kind of masking what's really going on. 
Exactly. Well, what's really, so here's what's new and here's what's different. If you think okay. about MDMs and some of these utilities that come with, with your access points and all that, they're looking at the problem from kind of like the outside in, right? They're like the access point. You go ask an access point, well, how, how are you doing today? And the access point is going, everything's great. You know, and you ask the worker yeah. and they go, it really sucks. <laughs> you know, something's <laughs> not right. So, so the difference is we're looking at the network from the radio and the mobile devices perspective. We can see when retries, when packet errors increase, we see all of that. We also notice if there was good signal strength coverage in this area an hour ago, but we're not seeing it in that area now. We know that kind of information. In other words, we are tracking the signal strength of our devices to an access point. Every single access point in the building, we know the SSID of that access point. So we measure that. And if it changes dramatically, we could tell somebody. Now, that we've, we've known that information. We've just never communicated it. And that's what we're doing now is we're beginning to build tools that can say, hey, you know what? You just stacked a wall of, of liquid you know, in, in pallets. And all of a sudden, you've just shielded all your RF from this aisle. You've blocked it. On a manufacturing floor or DC, I mean, those environments, they are very dynamic, right? That's right. One day it could be empty, and now I go full bore on manufacturing, and I can have an entire floor filled with tires or, like you said, liquid, right? I have definitely seen steel-belted radial tires cause major (laughs) RF challenges. Well, it, it is a killer on the network. Right. It's one thing to design the network to for the space, but as it changes... Yeah, you know, and now you have people complaining. Well, is it the network? Is it the device? Is it the worker? The worker doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly, because if you think about it, the racks in a warehouse—they're not moving. Those things are bolted to the floor. But what's on the racks is very yeah. dynamic. It's constantly changing, and the contents of what's in those boxes and in those pallets—that is constantly adjusting your RF signal in your. So well, and- why can't we let these devices? share that information on a real-time basis. So now you're like, oh, I can see what's going on. I got this huge dead spot over here that I, you know, what? let me go down there and see why I have this huge dead spot. Because the AP may still be transmitting, but you just blocked its antenna signal because you did something, you know, and it's, it's with, all again, it's about information, right? So, and this is live now. I mean, basically, we have um, customers actually, using it we are collecting to... the data. We're working on the tools to bring that out. But okay. we are we already are collecting all kinds of information about access points and signal strengths and retries and packets. If you go into uh, some of the some of the screens of operational intelligence, you'll see that data. And what we're yeah. trying to do now is to generate reports and generate alerts on the data instead of just letting you kind of look at the look at the data yourself and interpret it. We need to make it easy for you to know something's going on. So, are you able to harness operational intelligence to? get into some of your scanners and some of your printers, because that's been a challenge for a long time. You know, something that we can do that MDMs kind of struggle to do is we can manage our printers and we can manage mm-hmm. our our scanners. You know, the cool thing, and this is coming up a lot with people that have a lot of uh, printers in their world, is they want to be able to see how much media they're consuming. Can you tell me how many um, labels am I printing an hour or a day? You know, can you tell me when my print head's about to go bad? You know, can you send me an email, warn me that my printhead's about to fail or that my I'm, I'm out of alignment and I'm not printing properly? And get, all of that is, yes, we can do all of that now. Harness so it all through. It's right. All those printers, all of our printers have those sensors built into them. 
And now we're bringing that out to OpIntel and then sharing it with our customers and allowing them to get email alerts and all that kind of stuff so they can get their so how does, back on. So how does, it, how does somebody even take advantage of the, the platform that's available right now? But I mean, what's what does it consist of? What's even kind of cooler, I think, is we've actually broke up this per, what we call performance manager system into two pieces. We have the basic offering, which that is doing all the data collection from the sensors. It's got all these pretty graphs and dashboards. And then okay. we have this thing called professional, which is all the the tools, you know, the remote configuration and the lost devices and the battery managers and the health crisis, all of that's in the pro module. The cool thing is basic is free subscription. We what? want our customers to have access to that data. It's free. So I, I don't know why huh. they don't all just line okay. up to say, let's turn it on, you know, <laughs> a, and then we'll leave. You know, yeah, it is. It's a no brainer because most of this data that we're collecting, we want to share with you at no charge. Well, for anybody that's interested to find out more about operational intelligence, you can always reach out to Honeywell to help give a demo and uh, show you what you can do to harness it yourself. Uh, Doug, thank you for joining me on operational intelligence and talking about what you can do to harness different analytics and insights to optimize those workers and assets that's being used by the workers every day on that supply chain floor. Thank you for joining me, audience, on Optech Insights. This is your host, Todd, helping you get more out of your supply chain floor.